Hey guys, and welcome to the Money Podcast. This week, we're talking about getting what you want while doing what you need to do. <laughs> like you need to build an emergency fund, but you also want to go to Burning Man. You need to save for retirement, but you also want a Corvette. You need to buy a house, but you also want to go on a cruise. At first glance, it seems like you need to do what you should do, or you can do what you want to do. But how can you do both? Seems like there's not enough time or money. Or is there? Today, we're going to talk about how you can tackle multiple financial goals and still not miss out on having a little bit of fun. I'm Stacy Johnson. As usual, my co-host will be financial journalist Miranda Marquette. Hello, Miranda. Hello, Stacy. Listening in and sometimes contributing is our producer, Aaron Freeman. Hey, Aaron. Hey, I'm one of those people. Yeah, who isn't? Trying to do it all. And our special guest this week, who's going to solve all of our problems, is Chris Hutchins from All the Hacks. That's a podcast about upgrading your life, your money, and travel. Hey, Chris, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. Just by the tone of my voice makes me excited. Does it sound fake? It is. No, it's not really. I'm really excited. (laughs) Okay, before we get going, remember, should we discuss specific investments in this podcast? They are not recommendations. Before you invest in anything, do your own research, make your own decisions. And I've got to do a quick shout out, guys, before we start. I met a guy at a party last week, a party for four-year-olds, by the way. It's a four-year-old's birthday party. Um, A guy named Steve. He's listened to every podcast we've ever done, walked up to me and said, I can't believe I'm meeting you here, blah, blah, blah. Steve, you made a friend for life, and you also get a free Money Talks News t-shirt, as soon as I figure out how to get it to you, I'm going to send it to you. And same <laughs> thanks, thing, Steve. If, yeah, thanks, Steve. He and he, by the way, he also knew Miranda and, and Aaron's name too. So we actually have a fan out there, and it's not even a relative. I'm, I'm very happy. Okay, <laughs> let's go ahead and dive in now. Chris, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you become the money and lifestyle guru that you are today? Gosh, I don't even know how far back to go. I keep inter- asking my parents, like, can you help me figure out this origin story? Because I don't know where it is, but. Um, <laughs> I was just always a kid who wanted to figure it out and, and didn't want to sacrifice. Uh, I, I remember some few distinct moments in my life where I, w- I ended up going to boarding school, but I wasn't one of the kids whose parents gave them like a credit card with all the money and I wanted pizza. And, you know, every other kid was ordering pizza at night, I, I, but I didn't have the money to order pizza. So finally, I started ordering pizza and selling the slices so that I could sell six slices and keep two and eat them. And I, would, I wouldn't make a profit, but I would definitely eat pizza for free. And I was like, oh. If you just find a way to tweak around this system, you can get what you want without having to spend the money. And there's probably always an answer. And then that just kind of became a mantra that I've kind of lived on and, and embodied for the rest of my life. Now, now I, I read one time, you ever read, no, you wouldn't have, you're too young, Steal This Book by Abby Hoffman. I told you to steal I have everything. seen this book. I don't think uh, I've read it. It's, it's actually I, a collector's item. I have a copy of it. It's worth a lot of money now. Anyway, th- they would say, he said, like, call for a pizza for your neighbor across the street. And then while they're delivering it to the door, you run to the car and get any other pizzas they have in there because you usually take more than one at a time and steal them. <laughs> now, yes. we're not yeah. recommending you do that, folks, who are listening to this podcast. I just yeah, thought I'd no. pass that along. I like your idea better. Okay, so anyway, let's get serious. What we want to do is we want to have we want to accomplish our financial goals, yep. but we also don't want our life to suck. We, we want to be able to do what we want to do. Give me some, help me out here. What do I do? Because this is, this is probably true for a lot of people. You know, you make yeah. a decision, you say, should I do this? Maybe I shouldn't buy this or maybe I shouldn't go there. I, I should be saving for my down payment or whatever. What, yeah, what, look, how do we do this? I, you got to ask yourself, like, what's the purpose of all this money? Do we want to live and, and one day just be Scrooge McDuck and have this money? And, you know, I, I've been a big fan of Bill Perkins wrote this book, Die With Zero. It's like, you know, the goal is actually to use your life to enjoy your life, use your money to enjoy your life. So I'm not, I'm not all... F- for spending all of your money and not saving. It's just, there's gotta be some balance. 
And so I think there's kind of two overriding philosophies. One is, you know, I think a lot of people underestimate their earning potential and think they have to save everything. And so I think spending money as you make money is is not you know, a horrible thing to do. Obviously, if you have, if you have really high interest debt, you really should prioritize that first um, because it's going to cost you a lot more. But I think using some of your money to enjoy your life while you're able to do that is a valuable thing. I also think there are a lot of ways that you can get an experience that often at first glance is very expensive uh, for a lot less. So if your goal is to travel the world uh, and, you know, that's expensive, what if you, you know, pick up travel hacking and learn how to use points and miles to do it for free? Or if, you know, you think it'd be awesome to have, you know, a chef come to your house every night and cook you dinner. Well, what if you actually just hire someone locally to cook dinner, you know, in batch and drop it off in, you know, glass Tupperware and put it in your fridge, which is, you know, a tiny fraction of the cost of having a private chef. There are ways to have that experience of what you like for a lot less money. And I think that's been my goal is to not just spend my money, but spend it in a way that I can, you know, multiply like a force multiplier on the experience I have in life. Okay. So we've done this topic a lot on this podcast and, and some listeners have listened to this thing, you know, listened to a lot of shows, probably heard these things. So I want to hear some new things that yeah. I've never heard of before. You know, like you just mentioned like a chef that you can have, you know, bring over some Tupperware. That's new. I've never heard of this before. Yeah. That all started with the fact that we had, we had a child and it turns out when you have kids, you lose time. And, you know, I was thinking, gosh, how can we buy back our time? Because I think a good use of money is to buy back time. So one idea was, let's take anything my wife and I argue about and let's spend money on it. Because, uh, you know, chances are that thing might often be something that you could buy out. So we found that we had someone come to clean our house. We don't argue about who's going to clean. That was a great way to use money to both make our marriage better and then save us time. But the food thing was interesting because we both worked and we both needed to get off work in time to cook dinner for the family because now we started eating at six o'clock, which was like an hour and a half before we used to eat. And I thought, gosh, there has to be some way to make this better. But ordering food was expensive and less healthy. So I put an ad out on Craigslist and I just said, hey, I'm looking for someone who can make meals and drop them off. Uh, and, you know, I would love to have this service. And so I got 10 people that replied and for less than the cost of delivery food, I would say like halfway between the cost of just groceries and having you know food delivered from a restaurant, we found someone that would drop off food twice a week for two nights each and bring enough food that there was leftovers for lunch. And so we got a variety of food. It was healthy. It was cooked you know, in a home instead of you know, in a commercial kitchen. Uh, and it was great. And we didn't have to cook it. That's pretty so cool. Yeah. So this is very cool. So, this is yeah, such cool. a good so hack. Up, so it freed up time, but... And that's really cool. How did you vet the Craigslist cook? Yeah, so <laughs> I, I got lucky. I don't know how this is possible. So I, got, I had like five people that kind of seemed reliable. They said, I have some references. You can call people that I've worked for before. Um, but one of them, and they were all about the same cost. And one of them was like, here's my resume. And I was looking, at it, I was like, this person used to work at a Michelin star restaurant in Paris and like was a chef and now just likes doing this. And I was like, look, who am I to say what you should do with your time? But if you want to take your Michelin trained chef skills and bring them to my kitchen, I'm happy for that. So we ended up hiring, you know, a Michelin starred chef uh, to drop food off in the Bay Area. In the Bay Area. I I was hoping you lived in my neighborhood, but you don't because I was going to call this guy too. (laughs) Well, we actually, we actually, oh, I was just going to say, we have this, like, where I live in, you know, little town Idaho Falls. 
um, Idaho, we actually have a similar service that's here. It's called Prepped, and I have actually used them before. And same kind of thing where it's like it's a small operation. They do it out of, you know, it's healthy food. It's delivered. You, you pick, figure out your you know, menu ahead of time and then they drop it off and it's, you know, you just reheat it. It's great. Um, and I agree too, like the house cleaning is, is like hiring a house cleaner is like the biggest game changer in the world. <laughs> like I've had one for I six years. I do my years. own house cleaning. No, no, no. Wait, biggest, wait, wait. biggest game changer. <laughs> my philosophy is whatever the things you don't like doing are worth, yeah. you know, spending yeah. money to outsource. If you enjoy cleaning, if you enjoy lawn, lawn work, you know, for some reason, I get a lot of satisfaction. We have a hot tub of like dialing in uh, the levels on the hot tub and like figuring out the right chemical amount and trying to figure it like I enjoy that. So I don't need to hire someone to come do that. But I, I don't I do enjoy housework cleaning. because because it's it's how I procrastinate because I work at home. <laughs> so I'm either going to have to do something productive that actually pays the bills or I can go and and uh, dust the house or vacuum. And plus, this has an extra benefit too, Chris. I get to lord it over my wife. Who works out of the house? So when she comes home, I'm like, "What? No, no, thank you for cleaning up the house." So I win in every respect. I don't, I don't have to, I don't have to do my actual job, and I get, I have something on my spouse, so it works out for me. Okay, anyway, we're digressing because that was an yeah. awesome hack, and I've been in this business thirty years. I never heard that before. Give me another one. Okay, I've got two for you. I got Go two ahead. that I'm guessing you haven't heard. So one, anytime you're buying something online on a website that has one of those annoying things that pops up when this person's trying to chat with you and they're like, oh, you know, you're looking yeah. for floor mats. You think I can help you find them? And you're like, ugh. So this happened to me. I was looking for floor mats for a new car and this person pops up and I'm like, no, I, there's two options. I know where they are. But I always engage with the live chat person and say, hey, I found the floor mats I want, but it's just a little expensive. Is there any chance that there's a deal that you guys could, you know, offer? I have about a 50% success rate of getting a promo code or in the floor mat case, the guy sends a link and my cart that was already, I mean, it was a very sophisticated system. He's like, go check out your cart with this link, refresh floor mats are now 15% off. So that's funny. I, I did, that's, that's funny. You brought that up. I did the same thing with, with floor uh, mats? Uh, this company called WeatherTech. Yeah. Cause I wanted these really nice weather. They're expensive my, too. WeatherTech. They're expensive. And there's other alternate companies that sell them too. I can't remember the names of them, but they're priced somewhat the same. And I was like, Hey, you know, I'd rather have yours. And the chat and the guy says, yeah, sure. I'll give you 15% off. Boom. Give me a code. Did the same thing. Yeah. So I can't most believe people you don't guys use both, that live chat. Not only did you both bargain <laughs> online for something, but you were both <laughs> looking for floor mats for your car. I mean, what are the odds? Yeah. But, you know, but like that, that like is an established guy. fact. Consumer Reports did a story many years ago uh, that about half the time when you negotiate for something, you do get it, it does benefit you. Uh, and now, and typically people think that's only in person, but it also does work online in the environment, which you just suggested. So that's a really yeah. good one. So that's one. You, let's say you you're know, traveling. Oh, oh. Go, so no, let's go say you want to go on a trip. Um, <laughs> this is probably the hack that I've had listeners on my podcast have the most benefit and success from book a hotel. And, and the only thing you need, you need to do two things. You need to book the hotel on the hotel's website, mm -hmm. not on Expedia, not on Orbitz, not on TripAdvisor and just book on the hotel's website. Done. Now, find an email for the hotel. If it's a small hotel, they might have the email listed. If it's a big chain hotel, maybe it's easier to just call up the front desk and say, hey, can I get an email address for the manager or the front desk? Send an email and just says, hey, I just booked this thing. Here's my reservation. Here are my dates. You know, I'm really excited to stay with you. If you're celebrating anything, birthday, anniversary, let them know and say, really excited. Look forward to seeing you. Fire it off. Follow up maybe three days before you check in and say, hey, just reminder, I'm still coming. I'm really excited. See you guys in a few days. I've had 
hundreds of people check in with upgrades, free breakfast, champagne in the room, initial stitched on pillows, like the number of weird and amazing amenities that people have gotten from that simple email and booking at the hotel website is in the hundreds and people love it because who doesn't love getting free champagne? I mean, for me, I'd much rather have a a bottle of champagne or some food than my initials stitched on the pillows. But, um, you know, whatever it is, it's free and, and hotels do it because they still believe in hospitality. And when you book on a lot of these third party sites, they don't get an opportunity to build a relationship with you because your relationship is with this other site and they're willing to reward you for allowing them to build a relationship with you with things if you give them the opportunity to do that. That's- Let's go around the horn here. I like putting people on the spot. Um, Chris <laughs> has already given us a couple of good hacks. Miranda, do you have a favorite hack, travel, or any other kind? Do you have one thing? If someone said to you, what's the simplest way you can save some money? Do you have something that immediately leaps to mind? Yeah, so I, I like to stack. So I like to stack savings. Um, this is probably something we've talked about a little bit, but like I like stacking savings. I, I you know, as, as Chris says, if you're going to do a, a hotel, uh, you're not going to be able to go through orbits and get your hotel loyalty points. But what you can do is use something like Swagbucks or something like that where you go to the hotel's website through Swagbucks and they will give you a reward on top of whatever loyalty you're earning from the hotel. And then I pay for the hotel with my, you know, rewards credit card and Mm -hmm. pick the rewards credit card that gives me extra points or rewards on travel purchases. And so then, so then that kind of stacks it. Um, When I'm doing airlines though, I really do love going through, um, you know, something like swag bucks to go to orbits, to go to the airline, you know, to, to get the airfare because the airline loyalty points do come from, if you do a third party site like orbits, you still get those airline loyalty points. And so I will go, I will go to swag bucks, go to orbits, get my, get my flight, pay for it with my rewards card. And now I've, and, and then I'm still getting my airline loyalty miles and so I've done four things with like the one purchase and I've stacked that. And so I, I like doing, I like stacking. Um, so that's, that's, that's what cool. I like to do is you make one purchase and then you stack and then Chris is going to tell me how to make it even better. Yeah, no, no I have a couple extra stacks for people that love this because cool. I'm yes. a huge fan. So we were buying, making a big, uh, we just renovated a bathroom and we were buying a toilet that was, you know, I, I splurge. I love Japanese toilets with the, all the fancy features. So we wanted one and found it at Lowe's. And I was like, how do I make this the cheapest possible? So I did what Miranda did. I, I like going to cashback monitor and see like what site gives you the most points for clicking on the Lowe's link to buy it. Um, but I took it a little bit further, which might be seem crazy, but hear me out. So first off, I went to this website. I think it was like saveindeals.com where, you know, when you move, you get these coupons um, for different retailers. Uh, Home Depot gives you discounts if you attend their webinars. And sure, you can go through the hassle of all that process. But there are these websites that just sell those same coupons. So I you bought like a welcome wagon like that. Yeah. Uh, they still have that welcome wagon. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm no. dating myself. It used to be when you move into a new house, this thing called welcome wagon would come. And, and sometimes people would deliver it. And it's all these coupons and stuff. Oh, those, yeah, those yeah. of you who are my age, I'm 67, will know what I'm talking about. These young fools apparently do not. But that's what it was called. Welcome wagon. <laughs> so, anyway. So now you get these coupons when you change your address with the postal service. Okay. They okay. send you a bunch of coupons. And um, But so 
some websites and there you could search for them all over the internet sell the coupon so i paid two dollars and 99 cents for like a 20 percent off lowe's coupon so now i'm getting 20 percent off and then the other hack that i got from a listener i've done it in the past where i'll buy the gift card for lowe's because i my credit i don't have a credit card that earns four or five points per dollar at lowe's but i do have a credit card that earns four points per dollar at the grocery store so i used to go to lowe's and or the, go to the grocery store and buy my buy Lowe's gift, gift cards card. yeah. so that I could stack that way. So I'm buying a coupon to knock the price off 20%. But the cool hack that this listener shared is that Amazon sells Lowe's gift cards and they sell them in exact dollar amounts. So you can actually go to Amazon and say, I'm about to check out to buy something on Lowe's for $932 and you could go buy $932 of gift cards. Um, or I think they might cap at 500. So maybe buy a 500 and a $432. And then you can go check out right away. And, you know, I've got an Amazon card that gets 5% off on Amazon. So now I got the 20% off coupon, the 5% on Amazon. I think I got 2% off from going through one of those cashback portals. Uh, and it brought the whole total price down almost 25, 30%. Oh, you know what, you guys, I'm so engrossed in this. I totally forgot we had to do an ad in the middle of our show. So now we're going to, we're going to do a very quick ad. And I have to ask you something really important about Japanese toilets as soon as we're done with this quick break. We're going to be right back after this. Okay, Chris, here's what I have to ask you. We're doing a bathroom remodel uh, and a, be- a master bedroom slash bathroom remodel. And I want to get a Japanese toilet. And and the price of these things go from $1,500 to 12000 So you've done a lot of research. I, you've, you've also taught me how to make uh, you know save money when I buy this thing. Do you Can you tell me which one you liked? <laughs> Yeah, so we ordered we ordered a Toto Wash Plus um, from Lowe's. It was a, I think it was it was under a thousand dollars, and with all the stacking, it was probably under eight hundred dollars. Um, and you know, it's just a standard Toto Wash Plus. There's a bunch of fancy ones. They can go five, ten thousand dollars. I know. This I is saw like, that. This is but, the basic. Wait, did, now, does it have music and LEDs and stuff, Chris? Because I need no the whole music, package. No LEDs. <laughs> uh, but but it has all the all the heated seats bidet features you know deodorizing clean all the stuff cool. that you want I'm, I'm actually gonna i'm gonna get in touch with the office and get the exact thing once you send me a link because I'm, I'm really about to do this okay so this this however affects only you and me and nobody else who's listening so let's let's move on you've got some really great hacks here before we before we forget though i put i put Rand on the spot aaron i know you've been sitting here thinking the whole time what's the money saving thing i'm gonna think of did you did you no. think of anything i don't have any hacks my hacks are just if you don't need it, don't buy it. God, man, how boring are you? I know, right? I, I, I was actually simple. thinking that myself. I don't know what my <laughs> biggest hack would be except using a credit card. I mean, I run all my business expenses through my credit card, and as a result, have millions of points. Uh, but I, and also negotiating, buying used, I think. But, the, you know, these are old reliables. But, but I think the important thing to do, like when Aaron's talking about, like, okay, if you don't need it, don't buy it. Um, you know, save the money if, or if you're not like for me personally, I'm like, I buy lots of things I don't need, but they enrich my life in some way. Right. I have my four question thing that I go through <laughs> before I spend money. But I think the key here is if you're not going to spend money on something, then you need to invest it or put it towards something that's going to enrich your life in some way. Right. Because we're talking about like, OK, so you're saving the money. You want to do your goals or you want to have a nice time. You want to go travel. Put the money in your travel fund, the money that you save from you know, not spending it on something you don't need or from these travel, ha- from these stacking hacks or whatever, figure out how much you save and then put that toward whatever it is your goal is. Right. So like I have a travel fund, I put it in my travel fund um, and, and use that. And it just, it kind of refills itself because I 
I take that money that I say, it's not really a savings unless you're putting it to, as Chris says, enjoy your life in some way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, automating ahead, your finances is mm, a hack, yes. right? Oh, yes. gosh, I, yes. I, I work at a company called Wealthfront and our goal is to help people automate their financial lives and help them build wealth through investing. And I built this product because I wanted it for myself, which was monitor your account, your wherever you leave your, wherever you get your income. And then anytime there's excess cash, automatically invest it. And you could set up how you want it to work. So it's monitor my checking account. Anytime there's over $4,000, take all the excess and first make sure you max out my Roth IRA. Then make sure you put up to $5,000 a year in our kids 529 and then invest the rest. Um, and so whether it's going through that kind of thing or just setting up an automated recurring deposit mm -hmm. or... Not everyone knows this, but a lot of times if you go to your payroll provider from your company, like ADP or something like that, you can go and, and split your direct deposit. So you can actually say before it even gets to my account, all every month, put the first $500 into my savings account or into my brokerage account. So you don't even have to see it. And if you can automate your savings uh, and you're investing away, then you actually know, okay, the money that's left over is money that I can actually use versus having to think about it when it's all commingled. So I love automating your investing, automating your savings. Uh, it's, I think, probably the best hack to build wealth over time is to make sure that those habits are automated so you don't have to remember to do them. I'm glad you guys brought that back to because this is really the, the title of this podcast is how to, how to meet your financial goals and still have fun. And we've been talking about ways of saving money, but you, know, you guys both just brought up what's really important is what we do with those savings, which is obviously to satisfy some financial goal. And automating is, is a great way to do that. Because, you know, obviously, if you save $50 or, or let's say you save $200 on a Japanese toilet and, and then you just go out and buy a steak dinner, you haven't really accomplished anything. Well, except for got, had a steak dinner. I mean, but it if depends. You have, Do you want yeah, that steak yeah. dinner? Is it enriching yeah. your life? <laughs> yeah. If you have you a know. plan. I mean, you know, what, I wrote a book many years ago, Chris, called Life or Debt. Uh, it was the first book I ever wrote back in 1999, I think. And, and the whole purpose of that book was to say that you don't have to sacrifice your quality of life in order to achieve your financial goals. And, and this is the whole key, the things like you've been discussing. You know, you can have what you want. What I would say is like, you know, people think about a budget as being on a diet and a diet sucks. A diet sounds like deprivation because it is. Uh, but, you know, cottage cheese doesn't taste like steak. But you can actually save money on a steak dinner by having an appetizer at home and splitting the steak with your wife, which I frequently do. And then you've still gone out. You've still had steak. So unlike yeah. a diet, you can have you can put money aside without sacrificing your quality of life. If you start sacrificing your quality of life, you're not going to stick to it, whether it's a dollar diet or a food diet. So, it, so hacks like this help you accomplish both those things, right? Putting money aside and getting enjoyment out of life. In some ways, budgeting, you know, is something that can be the most freeing financial thing. Because if you say, okay, I need to set aside this much to save for the future, and you figure that number out, and then you say, and I have this much left over, for some people, I'm, I'm by nature pretty frugal. So going out to that steak dinner might be something that I'm like, ah, it's, just, it's not a good use of money. But if I were to create a budget and say, oh, actually, I have enough money left over each month to afford to go out to this dinner once a month, it actually gives me permission to spend the money mm -hmm. because I've gone through the exercise of making sure I'm saving enough for my future. Oh, the first thing you do is decide what's important to you. And what's important to me may be completely different than what's important to you. And once you and, and I, in my book, I would say there's an exercise. Just close your eyes and think about the happiest moments of your life. What were you doing? You know, uh, and, and then to the extent you can, stop spending money on everything that isn't on that list and start spending more on the things that are. 
It's just that simple. But we get confused. We get we get sidetracked because, you know, Aaron's got a new keyboard. I want a new keyboard. Not even though I don't give a damn about keyboards, you know, it's a, and we get in commercials and, and spouses. I mean, you know, we get we get led astray all the time. And you know, sometimes you have to stop and just focus on what the hell is it do you want out of your life? And then and then do everything you can to advance that agenda and stop doing everything that isn't. It's just that simple, but it, it, it easy to say, hard to do. The silence. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I was just gonna say. I think we all agree. I mean, We're yeah, not even I mean, agreeing. I, I, and that kind of goes along with what I was going to say a little bit earlier about like my spending plan. My spending plan is basically like, okay, like rather than making an actual like budget budget, I just sat down and I was like, okay, what things are most important that need to be taken care of that I automate? I automate my finances that I automate. So it's like, okay, I got to automate the housing payment. I got to automate the the uh, insurance payments. I automate the utility bills. Like I go to, I, charity is important to me. I actually automate my charity p- payments. Um, I used to automate the 529 contribution, but now my son's in college, so we don't contribute to that anymore. Now we're taking money out. But, um, but you know, I just I listed all the things that were most important, figured out how much needed to go to there, and that like like my H- my HSA, my um, my IRA, all of those things automated and said, okay, this is what needs to go there to meet my financial goals, right? To figure out my financial goals and whatever's left over. I don't put into categories. I don't worry about categories. I just spend it till it's gone because everything that's important is automated and taken care of and covered. And so I don't have to worry about like, okay, is this an entertainment expense or is this like a travel expense? Is this, you know, I'm buying a book or whatever, like the money is there. All of the important things are covered automatically. So it doesn't matter where else it's going as long as where it's going is, is, you know, it is in line with my values and my spending priorities. Cool. We're, we're almost out of time. Before we, before we run out of time, we actually are out of time. Chris, one more quick uh, hack. I drink a lot of beer. How can I save on that? Well, that's a good question. I guess you could, if you really love beer, you could start brewing your own beer. Uh, you know, so you, you can have buy beer answer for everything. That's so expensive, though. Have you actually like bought all the no, stuff no, I, to beer your, your beer? Well, he said he drinks a lot of beer. I don't know if you're drinking oh, 34, right. 40 beers a day, you know, maybe, but dude, maybe I'm too drunk to do stuff like that. Let's <laughs> 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 get Aaron to do it for me. Aaron comes over. Yeah, plus, when I come over, I need beer too. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're going to have to start making it, Aaron. Well, then, you know, there's, there's next side hustle. When Aaron comes over, you got to sell him the beer. You know, that's cool, though, Chris. I just pulled something out of the air, and you had a hack right off the top of your head. You're really good. We should have, I wish we had more time for this, because I want to ask you, like, how do you, what's your favorite for restaurants? What's your favorite for hotels, flights? But we don't have time. So what's going to have to happen is you're going to have to come back and visit with us again. Because yeah, I I'd thought I knew everything about this. I've been doing it for 40 years, and yet you taught, you taught me some stuff today, and I appreciate it. Yeah, okay. I mean, look, i got a podcast all the hacks it's uh you know yes. if, if, if you can't wait for the next time i'm here check it out i was just about to promote you calm down uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> never know never know okay guys i'm afraid we are out of time folks but we are never out of topic dig a little deeper you're going to find links to lots more info in our show notes and remember if your goal is to make more to spend less to retire rich your online home is moneytalksnews.com and don't forget to check out Miranda's online home as well. That is MirandaMarquit.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-I-T. And of course, you got to go see Chris or listen to Chris. I did today. You're going to like him. It's called All The Hacks. Look it up. Chris, do you have a website too or is it AllTheHacks.com? AllTheHacks.com. Cool. All The Hacks, wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay. I just looked it up as a podcast and found it and loved it. 
Okay, if you've got a question, comment, or topic you'd like to suggest, tell us about it. Email us at hello at moneytalksnews.com. And one final thing, if you like what we do, then do something for us. Subscribe to our podcast. It takes you two seconds. really helps us, though. So if you like us, don't just sit there. Show us and subscribe. I'm Stacy Johnson. I'm Miranda Marquette. I'm Aaron Freeman. And I'm Chris Hutchins. <laughs> Chris, thanks so much for being here again. You're a sweetheart. We're going to have you back. Thanks for, thanks for hanging out with us, everyone, and we're going to see you right here next time.